Just a quick thanks, gentlemen, for hopping on and doing this little uh, talk soup ripoff, aka duck soup. <laughs> this guy's like my hobby is scrolling social media, find funny ass. Like uh, when I read a news story, I'm like, what the shit? There's no way this is real. Oh my god, yep, it's real. Okay, I gotta find, I gotta read more into this. And I just put a list of those together and tally them up. And then uh, Wes and I, we hop on here every couple of weeks, and we're like, uh, Wes, I gotta tell you about this news story because you're not gonna believe this shit. So I always like to start off with a little bit of CrossFit news, and uh, and I would look at their leaderboard. I think I'm currently looking at the uh, twenty. 29th, uh, thousand, oh no, I'm sorry, 26,495th, uh, fittest person in Wes, and then the 2,586th fittest person in Tim right now. Well done, fellas. Well done, fellas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, you better watch out. Week two coming in hot, man. Yeah, 23.2. My first initial reaction was, the, is the, the 15 minutes of shuttle runs and burpees is like too long? Or is that just me complaining? It's appropriate for what the workout is because it doesn't really like, if it was shorter, it wouldn't hurt enough, I guess. Like this, you really got to dig in. Like 15 minutes of these two movements, like you really got to dig in the last couple of minutes or you can just, I mean, you could sad sack your workout pretty badly. So, so I was thinking like, man, 10 minutes would have been so much more enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, if we th- we're going to see ties on the leaderboard here, 10 minutes, you would have seen ties on the leaderboard everywhere. Do you guys have a number in mind with like your thruster attempt? Like, what do you think you're going to get? Like, you have something in mind right now? I would be thrilled if I even sniffed something in the neighborhood of 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Same. Like, yeah. Realistically for me, like 275, 285, I will, you know, pretty confident I could get. If I got like 295, I'd be two thumbs up, stoked. Yeah, stoked to the moon. Where do you see this going on the leaderboard as far as like heaviest thruster? Do a team with Tall this year, and he's easily one of the strongest dudes I've ever seen. I mean, he thrusted a lot, don't get me wrong, but not as much as I thought he would have. I think like the window is so short that, I mean, maybe a mutant like Griffin Raleigh might thrust like he could probably thruster like mid 300s but i don't know again like it depends how hard you go on the workout and how quickly that time adds up do you think there's gonna be like a 350 uh, oh yeah i'm sure someone someone will there's enough mutants in yeah. crossfit that somebody will sandbag the first part and thruster like <laughs> 375 for sure yep we are still have an affiliate owner around here that owns a gym just down the street and he regularly push presses 405 holy any uh early predictions for next workout do you think there's like a certain or do you think there needs to be a particular workout that has to be like a that has to be included in the open? Like, and there needs to be a muscle up or something like that. Do you think there's a think there's a movement that's like a guarantee that that we'll see next week? Honestly, I was actually I texted my my training buddy and one of my business partners last night, and I was like, I honestly, for the first time ever, don't know what to expect in week three. I have to think short. Like, it has to be something like seven to nine minutes, maybe. Like, I think it's going to be shorter and faster. But then I think about the movements that generally hurt when done quickly, and a lot of them are gone. So, like, burpees, rowing, thrusters, like, a lot of those movements that are classic, like, I mean, pull-ups even. Like, all that stuff is gone, and those are classic movements that fit well in short time domains that pack real punch and allow, like, elite to separate. I mean, looking at what's left, I'm like, I mean, you've got snatch snatch variations, so, like, you know, power snatch, dumbbell snatch box jump overs like i'm trying to think Double of like under. very explosive things that'll blow up your heart rate in a yeah. hurry and i'm like i can't think of one uh-huh. yet so i really actually i honestly couldn't put a finger on what i think week three will be other than <laughs> shorter because we had two long workouts you know like we had 14 and 15 minutes one was very grindy one was skill intensive but like 
longer workouts for the open so it's got to be short but other than that and with that we'll we'll, uh we'll just sneak right into the first news story i don't know if you guys saw this always i'm I'm hoping you guys don't know any of these because i always like to get an initial gut reaction but um the headline reads uh basketball coach fired after impersonating 13 year old at a jv game (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you guys see this since a virginia high school basketball coach has been fired for impersonating a 13 year old player at a game uh, Arisha Boykins, a 22-year-old assistant coach for the Churchland Junior Varsity Girls team, actually signed up for the Truckers and impersonated a player who was out of town at a club basketball tournament. Uh, nice. Apparently, she had a game. Apparently, she like had some blocks, and she had like I think she probably had, like a triple double and a dunk. I don't know something. I would hope she would run shop on some 13-year-olds. <laughs> like you would, you would definitely hope that she would have like a a 40-point <laughs> game and like dunk over someone's yeah. head. That's what she had. That one, one were the points? I, I don't find I, out. You know, I kept trying to find it. I don't think she, actually she had that many, but uh, but the couple of highlights. I'll have you guys can see it there. She's like. She's falling to the lane. She's like, yeah, one. And she's like, yeah. You might be able to get away with this, like, you know, pre-smartphone era. But I think the smartphone era, like, oh, dude, we're going we're gonna to nail this lady. And also kind of reminds you of, like, you guys watch the Little League World Series when these, like, Dominican Republicans look like they're getting their AARP membership also signing up for, like, Little Leagues. Like, what the hell's going on? I am 12. Yeah. Is there any circumstance this is okay, guys? Is there any circumstance we could, uh, <laughs> 20-something? Yeah, sure. It was, uh. I remember my football coaches used to come in during practices all the time and put on helmets and take shops. And, and it was more about like, hey, I'm not here to kill you, but I'm here to bring you up to the next level. Right. So if this was a practice thing, I could see yeah. that for sure. Maybe show me game, yeah. but so got a little too into it for it to be any of those. So second story, uh, half of single men only wash their sheets every four months. A recent study of a t- over 2,000 adults in the UK found uh, nearly fully 45% of the men wash their uh wash their sheets every four months how often do you guys wash your sheets at least once a week damn wes fuck you too yeah, i mean if it were left to my own devices i might let it go longer Thank than you. that but my wife is pretty diligent about that okay. stuff so she's like all right yeah like it's sunday it's time time to change the sheets like it's been a week there's no chance in hell i'm telling you guys how often i wash my sheets because <laughs> you guys are <laughs> you guys are gonna be like you sick fuck Andy Walpin does actually comes into your your home and does like a full physiological and like make you sleep and yeah and they were talking specifically about like not having dogs and those types of things all of a sudden they were talking about dander and stuff and that was one of the big issues why people won't get good sleep cycles is that they have all this dander stuff from their bed sheets that's caused to breathe well so that they can't get into deep sleep cycles so watch them every the fittest human being on earth well, here's another thing too. Are you guys a are you guys a shower at night or shower in the morning type of people? Night. Okay, I shower at night. Yeah, I'm a late late in the okay. yeah late in the okay. day. Like I train, I work, so like I'll I shower like late okay. afternoon, like yeah early evening, something like when I'm in my house for the rest of the night. So I'm yeah, that's got to buy you some extra time, right? Because you're going to bed on a nice fresh clean body, right? I feel like that should buy you some extra time. And by extra time, I'm talking like six months. <laughs> you know, on the twice a year plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just for those who are wondering, uh, the recommendation here is to wash your sheets, bed linens, and pillowcases every week. Sounds like you guys are on top of that already. Uh, blankets and duvets every two to three months, and pillows. Actual washing your pillows four to six months. I think if you wash your pillows, your your shit's done. You can't wash those things, right? You gotta like. 
You just burn them and buy new ones, right? This is an Amazon lifestyle, dude. I'm going to go and freaking order some new pillows every couple of months. Shut that shit down. Number three, this might be the oldest Roman sex toy ever found. Did you guys see this story? I actually saw mm-hmm. this. This came across my newsfeed. The wooden phallus could be the oldest known sex toy used by ancient Romans. Archaeologists discovered a wooden object in the shape of a penis at the Roman fort of Vindalanda. I didn't say that right, probably. In northern England in 1992, researchers believe this 6.3-inch long object, was, which is nearly 2,000 years old, could have been used for clitoral stimulation rather than penetration. We can all agree 6.3 inches is massive, right? That's huge. In that photo, it looks way bigger than 6.3 inches, though. That was all 6.3 inches. That was like a three-foot schlong right there. Holy moly. What made them go like, yeah, this is what this is? It's turning to bang a billion other things. Some pervert. A small bat. Looks like, but it also looks like the leg to a table. This could have been. Yeah, you know, I really would love how they, like, got to that. This is probably just some uber perverty Archaeologist is like, I know what this is. <laughs> Some freak. It's definitely a 2,000 year old <laughs> dildo, guys. I swear. Like, look at what we found. Here's the things that could be a table of a, you know, like a table over here that be used for uh, holding open a door or yeah. clitoral stimulation. What do you guys think? Clitoral stimulation it is. Thank you very much. Probably just like, you know what we haven't found in a while? We got to like check this box. No, this was like they went to their marketing firm and they're standing there and they're going, okay, how are we going to get this thing going? I mean, to be fair, a 2,000-year-old dildo in your museum is probably going to draw a lot more visitors than a 2,000-year-old chair leg. Next story, Apple revealed 31 new emojis. Are you guys big emoji users? Yes. Like three of them. Okay. Well, you're in luck (laughs) if you've been waiting for a gray heart or a soft blue heart. I mean, your prayers have been answered. These are the ones we've been needing. There's also jellyfishes. Uh, Looks like there's a... uh, is that Groot's penis right there? I don't know what the hell that is. It looks like a looks like a ginger. Oh, ginger. That's what it is. Yeah, I get my mind out of the gutter. What um, <laughs> what do you think that what do you think that emoji face is? What would, what would you use that for? It's like vibrating, it's like shaking, like having a seizure. <laughs> Seriously, that's what it kind of looks like. Like send send help. <laughs> is that a send help emoji? <laughs> it looks like dude, moose and a donkey. I don't know. I mean, I guess we need them, huh? The Wi-Fi signal. That's a must, huh? In related news, an unboxed iPhone one from like whenever they released it, two thousand like six or five or something, completely mint condition, sold for sixty thousand dollars as a historic artifact or the, the g-shock like uh cell phone that flipped up when you like throw it against oh, the dude, wall yeah. Dro- oh yeah yeah that was my first one that's an artifact yeah i'll bring that uh-huh. back. 60 you know mm-hmm. what i mean i'll say a nokia oh, with dude. like a changeable cover face and snake that that's an oh, artifact yeah dude i remember having to buy the uh i upgraded my battery so it vibrate every time you get like a text alert or something like that holy moly that was like is that really why you bought it to vibrate? It's also used as a uh, table leg chair. <laughs> Next story. Study finds non-hormonal male birth control to be 100% effective in mice. If you guys saw this story or not. Researchers at Wheel Cornell Medicine are developing a non-hormonal male birth control that has proven to be 100% effective at preventing pregnancy in mice. This pill does not affect testosterone levels. And it's faster acting than current contraceptives for women. Without common side effects, sperm were fully inhibited within 30 minutes to an hour of use, but effectiveness drops to 91% by hour three, and it continues to drop uh, 24 hours after ingestion. Kind of amazing, actually. You better be on your game. Is this something you guys would uh, is interested in? It's just, it's just a male, like it's supposed to like, I, I'm assuming kill your sperm, I guess. I'm like, at least kill the production of it. Or info. Interested? Yes. More information needed? Also, yes. They have come out with other um, 
like male uh, birth control, but they are like all testosterone, like they lowers your testosterone and stuff like that. So this is the first oh, one. Yeah. So kind of a huge breakthrough. Okay, so if it doesn't do that, then what does do to your body? Oh, like, oh, don't worry. It doesn't have the hormone. You're going to grow six dicks. So don't be. <laughs> <laughs> is that the worst side effect though? Uh, something I saw on Joe Rogan. You guys like Joe Rogan, by the way? I, I mean, I love me some Joe Rogan. I, I can nerd out on some oh, Joe Rogan. I love me sure. some Joe Rogan. The new government f uh, funded food pyramid says that Lucky Charms are healthier than steak. Did you guys see that report? That one went viral for sure, especially in the CrossFit community. I feel like people lost their goddamn minds. Rightfully so. Well, we're not talking about just pure steak. We're talking about ground beef. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. There's no chance in hell. Lucky Charms is better than freaking uh, even ground beef. Like, what the shit? The White House hosted a conference that focused on nutrition, health, and hunger in America. Uh, somebody's name that I'm not going to attempt to try to uh, pronounce, who was one of the main organizers of the event and currently dean of Tufts School of Nutrition, presented a newly designed food pyramid that only cost three years of time and millions of tax dollars. The new wisdom, what they found, Lucky Charms are healthier than steak. Uh, I guess they had a score 60. Chart encourages the consumption of chocolate-covered almonds, which received a score 78, while minimizing beef and other commonly consumed meats. Can I make it? Let me see if I can make it bigger. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> how just, like, natural that was for you to just come on. <laughs> so used to hearing it. <laughs> yeah, to be encouraged, to be moderated. To be, I don't know. If, see, I don't know if these scores. I guess to be encouraged is the score. So, I mean, watermelon and kale. But look at frosted mini wheats. Oh, man, the kale dude is freaking out right now. <laughs> if this doesn't make you question what the government should and shouldn't be allowed to right? give recommendations on, I think uh, you might need a, a head check. Yeah, because... I know. It's like the, the big story is Lucky yeah. Charms, but now I'm like diving deeper into this. It's like frosted mini wheats? What the shit? That's number three? I'm sure that a lot of validity to a lot of the data that is behind. Wow. The common sense that is also brought forth before we think about to the public, when we look at this, like, what are we doing here? And, how, and what type of information are we putting out for our public to consume? What I think it's actually going to do for us, though, is like the next generation coming up is watching all of this, just going, oh my God, you know, and they're just going to change all of this. It's going to be so much better if our kids coming up at home. I think you really hope because, man, you remember what was jammed down our throats, like when you were in school, of like, this is what you should, shouldn't eat, like, and just how much of that is pure bunk science now. You hope that with a little bit more freedom of information nowadays, people might be a little bit smarter. But but what you guys are saying is this doesn't this doesn't encourage you guys to eat Lucky Charms more. <laughs> I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong. I could I could go to town on some Lucky Charms if you asked me to. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> oh yeah. Next story: Puff Daddy, aka P Diddy, Papa Diddy Combs, uh, gets a haircut every six hours. Her chin. He spends $5,000 a day on haircuts, which seems totally ring. The amount of money people have to spend on dumb things just makes you really wonder about money, doesn't uh, it? For sure. Did he disclose the amount he pays his personal barber for haircuts, which is not the typical amount men pay for grooming? Oh, you think? I think about the mental problems that that is creating for this thing. Dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every five minutes, I need to look better. Yeah. I don't look enough myself. I need to look better every five minutes. Like, that's sad. That's sad. Yeah. Love yourself. Love yourself. I mean, you're talking to a guy who hasn't cut his hair in about seven years, yeah. so. But I was thinking, too, like, if the guy is 
literally cutting hair every like six hours, you'd think you'd have no hair at some point because nobody's hair grows that damn fast, right? Like if you're you're taking off like teeny tiny bit. You got to give that barber credit. He is making a killing for doing nothing. Dude. He just literally just turns the trimmers on and just like touches him a little bit. And it's like, oh yeah, you look better. He's like, in case you're wondering, the barber, shout out to the barber, Marcus Philip Hash. I checked out his Instagram. He actually cuts a lot of like, like a lot of rappers and stuff's hair and stuff. So that guy's rolling in the dinero. Wow. He does it every five minutes for him. I don't get time to... That's a good, you know what? That's a great point. I'm like, how do you have time to cut anybody else's hair, dude? $5,000 a day. Do you really need another job? Next story. Guy asks for legal advice after ruining sensory deprivation tank with his diarrhea. The Reddit user MurkyCoyote7737 allegedly went to his uh went for his experience before learning that he had contracted norovirus. You guys know what that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. That's the first time I heard about it. Infection can cause severe... Got, kid, got kids in daycare, man. Of course I know what neurovirus is. And yeah. after some uh, feverish hallucinations, the tank woke up to a horrid smell and the discovery that he was laying in a pool of his own diarrhea. The facility oh. is now holding him liable for the replacement of the $8,000 tank, claiming that they cannot safely disinfect it. Yeah, I'm burning that son oh, of a bitch. Oh, uh, if it's me, I'm countersuing this pe- these people because, like, hey, give me a heads up. I'm going to get that relaxed. Like, I need, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm as equally traumatized. I don't want to wake up on my own feces. Like, come on, holy moly. Yeah, they're good. The company was like, no, we're getting rid of this thing. We're not going to try to clump this thing. You got to pull for it. Like, but it'll be happy. Oh, like, go to the places that they're hopefully doing that. You know? Not going like, oh, good, we'll clean it. Don't worry about it. I'll say that's a little more than, like, some blood on a pull-up bar. That's, like, that's some traumatizing, uh, that's traumatizing body fluids. I don't know how I would feel about that. Have you guys ever done one of those, uh, deprivation takes? I have yeah. not, actually, but I would, I would be very intrigued yeah. by it, yeah. The first time I did it, it's, like, basically 30 minutes of just thinking too much, and you're like, I gotta get out of here. And then the next thing you do, and it's, like, 30 minutes of kind of thinking a little bit, and you're like, oh, it was all right. And then, like, eventually it kicks in where you can get in and really just go to nothing, and it is... A total reach amazing, actually. Uh, yeah. Did you take any shrooms or any marijuana beforehand, Wes? I did take an edible before, yeah, absolutely. What are you oh, talking yeah. about? What are you talking about? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's supersize this experiment. Fuck yeah. Next story. Scientists suggest drinking Pepsi and Coke can increase the size of your testicles. Whoa. Good news here. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys want larger nuts or not, but if you do, uh, previous studies have linked sugary drinks like soda to a negative effect on male fertility, but a new study from NMU using mice suggests otherwise. Three groups of mice were tested, one drinking only water, one drinking a mix of water and soda, and one drinking only Coke and Pepsi. After 15 days, the group drinking only soda showed an increase in testosterone and larger testicles. Does this make you guys want to drink more soda? Nope. <laughs> I mean, did their testicles swell because they had cancer now? Or, like, what was the... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, also, how long was this study? Because there are certain stimulants, like, have, you know, like, I'm sure there are certain stimulants that, like, if you study it for 14 days, it's like, yeah, Coke is amazing for you. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it was 14 days. Right, right. Like, and I mean, Coke like cocaine, yeah. not like Coke like... <laughs> yeah. like uh, I'm sure some things are great for you in the short term. Of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm calling, uh, I'm calling horseshit on this again. <laughs> it's just some clickbait shit, which I, which I find, you know, I just love this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, 15 days. What happens on day, uh, 29? They have a heart attack and they have diabetes. <laughs> exactly. This is actually what happens on day 19. Next story. Uh, if you guys are, I know Wes knows this, but I am a slut. 
for Disney, because I love me some Disney, Disneyland, Disney Splash Mountain Ride uh, water sells on eBay for uh, for thousands of dollars uh, because the ride closed at Disney World and some super genius got a bottle full of uh, bottle full of water. And I think it sold for like, yeah, I want to say it sold for like 6,000 bucks or no, $10,100. And I thought this was like, because you know, some people just put on uh, on eBay and like jack up the price right away. I'm like, oh, maybe just some idiots do that. But no, this is like, 14 or 15 bids deep so people are actually bidding on this and the guy just has like a picture of his water bottle you know with like the with like the ride behind him effing genius by the way yeah like what makes you even go like yeah i could sell this for money i don't know did you guys also see the guy the next day after tom brady retired went to the spot on the beach and got a cup all the sand oh yeah it sold it sold it and this is where that. tom brady announced his retirement on the beach fucking genius dude i, I love that shit hilarious it actually went for a lot of money too i know like how much it went like ten thousand bucks yeah yeah <laughs> Like ten thousand dollars of, of beach sand. Do you show that off and be like, "Hey, do you see this water? Do you want to know what this water? Like, are you proud to show this to your friends after you after you're the owner of it? I like, mean, nostalgia is a powerful drug, it's man. It's true. The Disneyland ride is still open. It's gonna be closing soon. So if you want to get over to Disneyland, get yourself some uh, twelve ounces of uh, Splash Mountain water. You guys can get rich overnight. Final story, and we'll wrap this shit up. Here you go. A dog shot and killed a Kansas man after accidentally stepping on a loaded gun during a hunting trip. Kansas man on a hunting trip was accidentally shot and killed by a dog after the pet stepped on the rifle in the back of a car. Wichita resident Joseph Austin Smith, 30, died on the scene Saturday morning, minutes after emergency service arrived and tried CPR. I'm laughing at this guy. This guy died. I think it's, I just still find the story hilarious. Um, Because the <laughs> dog, it's like, what the, how would a way to go out, you know, what a, this man's best friend, he just freaking pops you full of lead. But, but what's even more kind of like quote unquote funny, if you want to say funny, but there's this is there's about 10 of these incidents every year where dogs are shooting there. Oh, since 2015, there was 10 dog shootings between, uh, I said a year, my bad, between 2004, and 2015, there's been 10, 10 dog shootings that have killed people. I mean, one a year still seems like too many. Right? Like, your, your dog's blowing your brains out. Oh, they all have thumbs, they don't have fingers, they like... Put the safety on, why don't you? Some basic gun safety should happen on these hunting trips. Hey, have you guys ever been injured by a pet? Like, even if you're trying to, like, avoid them or, like, not step on them or they trip you or, like, jumped on your face? Any injuries? When I was little, we had this dog named Wolf, and he was a black German shepherd. Huge. And he was the meanest dog. But he was only nice to us. <laughs> and my mom came on walks. He would see another dog and take off and drag me for hundreds of yards <laughs> wherever we were. Asphalt, grass, oh, dirt. That dude was just, I was behind it. Was oh, yeah. uh, and one, one story to go on, we don't have to get into it, but I don't know if you guys heard this, but Starbucks is now selling coffee with olive oil in it. So just some food for thought. I think coffee with milk is a little bit of a sin and everyone's going to hate on me for that. I'm a black coffee and espresso kind of guy. So you can keep your olive oil out of my damn yeah, beverage. I mean, at least do butter. I feel like butter should be the, for the first step before you go into olive oil. What the shit? Olive oil? One of those things that you wonder who had the idea. They're like, you know what? Here's what I should do this morning. I need some more fat in my coffee. Well, you know what it was? It's these fuckers that are doing the Lucky charm study. That's what it is. It's like, I got a better idea, guys. <laughs> Probably. Save the milk, use the olive oil. This was episode three of uh, Duck Soup, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for hopping on. Uh, Tim, thanks for making the guest appearance, buddy. And uh, what? Until uh, next episode, man.